Hello, loves. Welcome to the Live Your Freedom Now podcast. I'm Megan Colleen Johnson, and this podcast is dedicated to discussing dominant cultural narratives and beliefs, what I call dominant dogma, how this keeps you from thriving in life and business, and how to overcome that dogma by living your freedom now. While this path sounds clean and straightforward, the truth is life and being human is messy. So around here, we value the both and. We'll hold space for where you're at and honor the freedom you'd like to see and feel within yourself. Hit subscribe to stay updated. And for more information about me, my work, and to download my free Freedom Manifesto with all the details on what Dominant Dogma is, head to megscolleen.com. If you're curious to have the dominant dogma in your life talked about on the podcast, shoot me a text at 312-815-2774 and fill me in. Episode 17. You must earn your belonging with your mind. Hello, hello, creative humans. Today, I am writing to you from my backyard. Birds are singing around me. I hear a lawnmower a few houses down. And I'm sitting at my backyard table with an umbrella shading me from the sun. I have my decaf latte next to me, a notebook and pen. And my feet are placed flat on the ground on the gravel patio below. Just as I take a moment to pause and notice my surroundings, I encourage you to do the same. Attuning to your space and your body as we enter into this conversation together. Notice the environment you find yourself in, the chair or floor beneath you, the textures touching your skin, where there is light, where there are shadows. Not judging anything, just noticing. Before we begin, in today's episode, I discuss mental health and neurodivergence. While I identify as neurodivergent and hold certifications in life coaching and eco-psychology, I am not a mental health expert. That in mind, I also had today's transcript reviewed by Rich Brendel a counselor in the state of Wisconsin who specializes in helping neurodivergent people find their strengths. Additionally, I conducted a poll with folks who follow me on Instagram and had multiple conversation with folks who identify as neurodivergent, highly sensitive, and struggling with mental health to do my best to share the diverse and unique experiences within these identifiers. Today, we are going to talk about the dominant dogma that shares, you must earn your belonging with your mind. This is a narrative that asks humans to earn their belonging by fitting in with how their mind functions. This most prominently impacts individuals with more neurodivergent traits who identify as neurodivergent, those struggling with mental health, and those who identify as highly sensitive. Before we go any further, let's define some of these terms. According to Medical News Today, the terms neurodivergent and neurotypical are defined as follows. Quote, 
The word neurotypical refers to people who have brains that function in a similar way to most of their peers. They can also tolerate change, disruption in routines, and distractions without too much difficulty. In contrast, people who consider themselves neurodivergent have brains that function differently. They may have a diagnosis such as ASD, ADHD, dyslexia, or Tourette's syndrome. Neurodivergence comes in many forms, and they affect people with these diagnoses differently. End quote. Psychology Today defines a highly sensitive person, or an HSP, as, quote, a term coined by psychologist Elaine Aaron. According to Aaron's theory, HSPs are a subset of the population who are high in a personality trait known as sensory processing sensitivity, or SPS. Those with high levels of SPS display increased emotional sensitivity, stronger reactivity to both external and internal stimuli, pain, hunger, light, and noise, and a complex inner life. End quote. And additionally, as a reminder, dominant dogma is a term I coined to encompass all the cultural narratives and beliefs which externally and subsequently internally as adaptive strategies, tell you who you're supposed to be, how to do it, and what you need to buy to live that out. How does this dominant dogma, you must earn your belonging with your mind, show up day to day? While every individual and their path is unique, many folks begin to experience this as soon as social engagements begin. From playdates as children up through workplace interactions as adults, there are social norms that tend to guide human behavior. On one hand, these unspoken rules can support positive relationship encounters, where folks with similar brain chemistry, upbringing, and gut microbiomes relate to one another and develop connection. However, when any difference, including but not limited to neurodivergence, comes into play, these unspoken rules can cause misunderstandings, exclusion, and polarization. Folks who navigate the world with mental health struggles or through a neurodivergent or HSP lens may not interpret the unspoken rules and cues the same way as a traditionally neurotypical individual might. Additionally, they may have a different perspective on what should be socially acceptable to share. A simple example of this, dominant culture tends to have an acceptable range of sharing around what is not going so well in life. You've got the wrong coffee at your coffee shop. More bad things are in the news. Or kids are driving you up a wall. Someone with mental health struggles or a neurodivergent experience of life may hold a desire to expand this to include their more diverse experience. This can then result in a frustration for both sides, isolation, and sometimes the sincerity and vulnerability of HSP folks, neurodivergent folks, and folks with mental health struggles can be twisted and taken advantage of. To try and mitigate the quote-unquote problem of difference in brain chemistry, neurotypical folks tend to ask folks who function differently from them, whether they identify as neurodivergent or not, to try and fit in and mask their difference, i.e. our dominant dogma. If you want to belong in this family, social group, or workplace, you must earn your belonging by forcing your brain to function the same way dominant culture does. While this dominant dogma is largely upheld unconsciously, 
the requirements for belonging come through loud and clear. In the Neurodivergent Narrative podcast with Sandra Coral, Sandra shares her experience with ADHD. She recalls being told both as an adult and as a developing child to try harder, pay closer attention, and that you're being lazy. In my experience, prior to recognizing my neurodivergence while working at my own co-founded marketing agency, I found myself masking my need for exceptionally clear communication, including written agreements, time alone, and my work style of what I call spurts. Without these present, I often find myself overwhelmed, unable to work at my highest capacity, and generally more tender. Additionally, my style of blunt communication in regards to my design solutions were often misinterpreted as being controlling and even hostile. I had not experienced this type of disparity in workplace communication before, so I wielded my people-pleasing skills, skills which I had honed since childhood due to growing up in a high-control religion and a tumultuous home life. Despite my efforts to please those around me and hide my difference, I was told that the office functioned better without me present, I was being uncollaborative, I was too emotional, and that I needed to work harder. Sadly, my experience is only the tip of the iceberg. As part of my research for this episode, I reached out to folks on my Instagram to hear how this dominant dogma sounds in their lives. Please keep in mind that this is sharing a wide range of experiences from folks navigating HSP, mental health struggles, and neurodivergence. Here are their responses. Today's dominant dogma in the wild says, You need to toughen up. You can figure it out on your own. You cry too much. You only talk about one thing. Can you just stop? You're being too sensitive. You're too kind and it will be your undoing. Just make yourself focus. Just do it. Stop being weird. When hearing narratives like these, it's no wonder masking and hiding difference has become so prominent. Like anyone, Neurodivergent folks, HSP folks, and folks navigating mental health difficulties crave belonging, so the adaptive strategy that is often wielded includes masking, doing everything possible to fit in, work harder, and live up to these expectations of culture, and yet never quite fitting in. Not only is this dominant narrative incredibly harmful to one's understanding of their innate worthiness and wholeness, but masking as a coping mechanism has been said to cause burnout, anxiety, depression, and loss of personal identity. While often wielded as a strategy for belonging and safety, masking is a cage for difference that ableism and today's dominant dogma upholds. Let's pause for a moment and talk about empaths. Prior to my journey with mental health, self-development, and my awareness of my neurodivergence, among other things, I considered myself an empath. In truth, this empathetic ability was one in the same with masking and people-pleasing. My masking abilities had largely developed in childhood, as I learned to sense the energy of those around me in order to keep myself and those I was in charge of safe. What I have since become aware of is how this tendency to people-please not only strips others of their responsibility, 
but it also equates to handing over my power. While I may have honed a gift to sense energies, I am also not responsible for how I perceive others to be feeling, what they are needing, or what they want from me. I am responsible for myself. I can ask for clarity. I can enter into a consensual meeting of needs. Upon establishing clarity of emotions, I can sympathize if it feels appropriate and safe. However, I am only responsible for myself. While many highly sensitive people identify as empathic, I believe more often than not, empaths in our modern society are folks navigating being a people pleaser. I do believe that some folks are more highly sensitive to cultural and personal events due to various reasons. However, in one's day-to-day, sensing another's emotional state and having that impact your own state can indicate a lack of energetic boundaries and the need to learn more emotion regulation strategies to take responsibility for your own needs and emotions. Additionally, thinking of these traits as empathic actually lends itself to embrace projecting and upholding ableist tendencies of assumption. With all this in mind, how do we hand back the dominant dogma that says you must earn your belonging with your mind? The freedom on the other side. You are worthy of being your uniquely human self. While you may find situations where it is unsafe to show your whole self, you are so worthy of finding safe spaces and unveiling your difference in all of its glory. In fact, the biodiversity that each one of us brings to the table is crucial to a thriving society and planet. We are nature, and just as nature craves a biodiverse ecosystem, we also need a biodiverse ecosystem in how our lives are lived, how our brains function, and how our personalities unveil themselves. You are worthy of asking for what you need. You are worthy of being heard. You are worthy of reciprocal relationship where you can show up as your whole self. And you are not broken. One of the most prominent narratives I found, and that I have experienced, is the narrative that because your brain functions differently, you are broken and unworthy of thriving. But you are not broken, and you are so worthy of thriving. Yes, we all have healing work to do, And we are responsible for our actions and how we wield ourselves. But having a unique human experience does not make you broken or unworthy, and never will. And that is what I want to leave you with today. You are whole and worthy, just as you are. As we close today's episode... I'm so excited to let you know I am now accepting summer coaching bookings. Whether you are struggling with anxiety, navigating a life change, or expanding your leadership role, I'm here to support you, facilitate breakthroughs, and coach you step-by-step 
so you can live your freedom now. Here is a glimpse into how I can help. Reclaim balance after or during a major transition. Break through the dominant dogma, those external and internal narratives keeping you from thriving. Find your footing after two long years of upheaval. Strategize brand vision and essence. Navigate climate anxiety and continue your regeneration work. Bolster your leadership skills as you guide your team through testing times. Take back personal power and live your freedom now. You can learn more about my one-on-one coaching and apply now at megscolleen.com. All right, I'll see you next week. Freedom is yours. Thank you for joining me for another Live Your Freedom Now podcast episode. If you enjoyed this episode, I'm always so grateful for a five-star rating, and you can learn more about me, my work, and download my free freedom manifesto at megscolleen.com. Curious to have the dominant dogma in your life talked about on the podcast? Shoot me a text at 312-815-2774 and fill me in. I'll see you next time. And as always, freedom is yours.